Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Pues ahora, ahora estamos juntos. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it's I, I, I got finally, uh, finalmente, huh? Yeah, good to see you, yeah. Lugo. It's, at uh, it's been, at uh, least through internet, you know, here the yeah. the internet. This is uh, this is a great thing that we had the opportunity to just uh, how do you say it? Just traverse the the laws of nature and be able yeah. to do this. I think yeah. in our era, we just don't think about that. I mean, we just see things like this, and but imagine uh, back in. I don't know, a thousand years ago, and you would talk with somebody about these things, they were thinking, yeah. oh, you know, these people come from a, uh, from space or something right, like that, yeah. but here we are, we do these things. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is amazing when you think about it, you know, uh, but you know who thinks, uh, who, who believes and, uh, and acknowledges that it's amazing is us old farts who didn't have it at one time, you know, because <laughs> yeah. the youngsters, you know, you tell them about, you know, you, you don't know this, but one time we didn't have the internet. They get glassy eyed. It's like, ah, uh, what are you talking about? We've always had, yeah, you have, but we didn't have it, you know. Uh, but anyway, we're we're we are connected. We're only what a, a thousand miles away from each other. I, I guess I don't even know. Colorado. I'll have to ask Google. <laughs> yeah, ask Siri or somebody. <laughs> you know, and, and they're yeah. always females. Did you ever did you ever notice that that all of these voices are females? So the the women are taking over. AI is all women, mm-hmm. and and they're all taking over. So. Uh, Anyway, it's because we, ha- we like we like the voice. We we like the direction, yeah, right? Yeah. But you know what? It's a, that's an interesting point, right? Because a lot of times, you know, we're we're going with our spouses, and then we don't, you know, say, "Oh, should we ask somebody?" And we're like, "No, no, we don't ask." But then, but you have a, a female voice on a on an app, and you yeah. ask, yes. right? That's <laughs> yeah. that is remarkable. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we're duplicitous in <laughs> one way or the other. So, how's the weather in San Antonio? Speaking of. Uh, is it warmed up yet or a mm. cool down, I guess? Because you've been in the hundreds for, uh, what, a month or two? Lugo, that's a lot, man. Well, yeah, it's been hot. But we've been, I was in, in at Scott Air Force Base. We were speaking with U.S. Transcom, uh, talking about uh, brainstorming and root cause analysis. And as I was there, I was thinking, hey, you know what? It's hot in here. But then once I got here, then I'm like, no. It's hot here. <laughs> yeah. It's all relative, I suppose, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we were talking uh, on online, I guess, emailing each other, texting each other about uh, uh, stuff, leadership stuff, leading stuff, and uh, future stuff. And uh, the point, the the topic that you said you wanted to talk about today was uh, problem solving. You know, I, the, I'm retired retired mm-hmm. I, I i didn't stutter there i'm retired 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 twice i i don't i don't think so but go ahead yeah. uh, further <laughs> explain what that means yeah <laughs> well i don't answer to the man anymore i just answer to the woman uh, you know so uh mm-hmm. but uh, so i have no problems it's it's easy you know i, I got no just so <laughs> so the, the solution is retire twice and you don't have to worry about it mm. you still have other problems right like uh, uh what do i do today 
oh, okay, that's problem solved. But okay, let's let's talk about something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why? Because now you have now you look at things around you. That's what happens when when you quote unquote retire. Right, because now you're looking around and you're asking these questions. Okay, well, you know what? I did not notice that. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that? And 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 so other people start talking to you about other stuff that your mind was not occupied with, and it's very easy to go and say, "Why do we do that again?" Yeah. It, does it? That doesn't make any sense. It wouldn't yeah. be easier to do this or this pro this thing that we talk about problem solving. It makes sense. Uh, you know. So, uh, but, and it but, makes well, sense it, because. It, as you say that, though, that's something mm -hmm. that we all should do, and especially if you're a leader, is question that. Why do we do what we do? You know, and, and I don't think I we, get to. you know a lot of times that uh, we we don't we don't do we don't question that, and uh, it's like um, mm -hmm. uh, you know I do a lot of writing, and I'm, I'm I'll be writing about this soon. But the old saying about uh, uh, we've always done it this way, you know, there's a, a negative connotation for that. But really, maybe there's some value in that, because if we've done the work, if we've asked that question, why do we do this this way, often enough, then, and the answer is, you know, we've, we've figured out why, and that's the reason why, and, and we remember why, that, that's important too, I think, uh, but uh, doing it this way is not necessarily a bad thing. We've gone through the but process. we have to ask why. Exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, yeah. continuously, you don't just ask the, the first time that you do it and then forget about it because the world is changing, you know, the future is changing constantly. So we got to keep asking, why do we do it? But if the answer is, it's because this is the right way to do it. Well, then that's okay. You know, don't, what is that about throwing out the baby in the water or whatever? Uh, it's, I don't think. Man, poor babies. I mean, what's going on? What are the parents? What are the parents doing? Yeah, yeah, where are, where are the parents? Uh, but uh, we, we've all, we've always, and, and that's not a good answer. We've always done it this way, but we've done it this way for a long time because we did the work. We figured out this is the right way to do it. So there's a, some value in that. But again, like we're, we're saying, we should question that. Well, why? Why? You know, otherwise, then it becomes, it could be a problem. That itself but, is a problem that we so, don't ask often enough. What I wanted to get to uh, when you started talking, when we started talking about asking why, the truth is that solving a problem means that we, we see ourselves in the future in a better position. We have, we can see that this problem in the future does not exist or somehow we have solved this problem and we are better. And so anytime you think about problems, you think about the current state, you think about the elements of the problem. Uh, what do we know about the problem? Because that's the first place where we start. And then we see ourselves, you know, the future state should look like that. And, and, and then we solve for the future. We always solve for the future. And so to the point, to the, your point about why asking, why we need to ask why and why we're doing it uh, this way. And if it, if it, if it works right now, it's good to go. The, we know that what works right now, it fits today's time. But what happens with solutions is, you know, there's a, this thing called fit for use. The solution you have right now, it fits the the time and the problem that you have over time. Things change. Uh, people change. Organizations change. Uh, society change. Technology change. I mean, there's so many different things that change. And over time, that fit for use begins to dive, take a dive. And then we have to ask ourselves, you know, several questions. Uh, I, I have... I had to negotiate. 
I need to go negotiate because as, as the fit for use for this particular solution begins to die down, begins to die, then a new future is beginning to emerge. And now I have to negotiate between what uh, has solved for in the past, what seemed to work for today and what is going to work for the future. And then asking why is a, is a good place to start because it may be the, the, the beginning. So for us to understand what elements of that solution uh, helped us deal with whatever situation. And because that situation may be, may have some elements that we will see in the future. And if it has some elements in the, it's in the future, when we see the situation, we see that it has the same elements, then the solution may be possible, right? It may be fitting, but if it, if it doesn't, then we have to negotiate. Okay, what kind of things from these futures that are emerging we are going to ad adapt to where we are and then what elements of the past we are going to adapt and we're going to take with us and not let it die. And I think that's a good place to be when we're thinking about, uh, you know, it, it's uh, not throwing everything away. It's never, it's never intelligent, but we have to be able to understand how does this moves us into the future? Because over time things lose its fitness for use. But but I think when we say thinking outside the box, we talk about breaking the box. But if you don't even know what's inside the box, then how would you know whether you've done it already? What did, like you're saying, the things, the elements that do work, well, keep those. But everything, anything else, okay, we, we adjust to uh, uh, to improve, but maybe those things, and, and especially when we talk about it, and you know, my thing is character. Uh, our character, uh, Lugo, as you know, is uh, it, it that's foundational. We do it, you know. Okay, let's break the box. Okay, why? Well, because we, you know, because we want to break the box. I'm a new boss. Okay, sure. But what about the, the box says that we do what we do because it's the most important. It's it's the right thing to do. We call why that is integrity. the right thing to do. Why is why, it? Why is the right thing to do? Well, that's what you need to do. I think you need to ask that question. Why is it the right thing to do? Because it's, uh, you know, you can get philosophical or you can just, even just in material things, because that's, you know, the building is only so big and, it, and we can only do so many things in this building. Well, that's the right thing to do. If we want to change that, well, then fine, get a bigger building. Good or enough. adopt the building. Scale the building, sure, sure. You know, uh, you know, move the building to the sides and then grow the building. Well, I mean, there's a lot of options, right, exactly. in between. Exactly, but but a lot of times, and and you know, you and I were in the Air Force long enough that we had quote leaders that would come in and try to break the box, and you know what happened? We would reinvent the wheel every time. We've done this before. You know, the old guys, especially once I retired and I was a, a, a civilian employee, but still uh, working for the Air Force, we've done this. And this why is are we why we're inventing the work. wheel. Why are we? But people do that. You know, people, but I'm why? the new guy. And, and so, I, I, again, the question is why? That's the question. Why we do this? We've do, been doing this for a long, long time. Okay. Why? Well, and we should be asking that question periodically, whether it's every Why year. Why do you think people are reinventing the wheel? Because they want to, they 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 want to leave their their own footprint. I think that's the term that they use. They they want to uh, have something to say that they did that was different, and often it's not better. You know, change is different. Progress 
is better. And I think a lot of leaders, quote leaders, people that come in and take charge, uh, want to make it different so that they can say that they make it made a difference. Okay, mm -hmm. that may be good, that may not be good, but I think you got to do the, the, again, go back to do the work, ask the people that have been doing this, is this the right thing, goes back to integrity, is this the right thing to do? Well, not really, because blah, 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 blah. And that's going to affect the future, because we're doing it wrong. If we assume that all leaders wait a minute, you're assuming good, you're you're assuming again, right? You, <laughs> you got know? the benefit of the doubt, right? We can, <laughs> so it's a frame of reference, right? I I, I would like to be optimistic that uh, when, especially, I have to say, when I think about, I mean, yes, there's from all kinds, but if I aggregate all these leaders and I, you know, and I go analytical on this. I would say that most of the people, most of the leaders want to do a good job. Yeah. They want to ensure. They, they think they, they do. They don't, but they don't know well, what the good job is necessarily. Well, why are they reinventing? Why would they like to reinvent the wheel? I would. I think that the reason for this is not necessarily. Yes, there are some people, many people that want to do. They want to uh, have a name for themselves and and all of those things. But I I would venture to say that a lot of people are reinventing the wheel because in they have not do, gone down to root causes when they're solving problems. They We, we band-aid the issue and then move on. And we don't want to spend very much time because we are the D, right? We, we uh, I think somebody, somebody in the class uh, uh, at, at US Transcom's uh, uh, one of the senior leaders mentioned there, uh, we need more, uh, what did he say? We need less hua and more dua. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, uh, he was, he's, uh, he, he was retired army. And, uh, but he was telling me, no, I, I, you know, like we see, he mentioned, I, I think, I guess it, he was a senior leader in, in the army. I guess he said he started talking to his, you know, his leaders that said, I think we need more, less hua and more dua. Meaning that, you know, we, we tend to be very motivated and want to do something and we want to get it done quick, right? And that's what happens. We don't get to the root cause of issues and we end up putting a Band-Aid and this problem is going to come back. And then we, then the new leader is there and is finding himself or herself trying to figure out, how do I do this? How do I fix it? Well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to get it done. You know, whoa, let's do it. And, and and then over and over again, I think that's that's one of the reasons we don't, we don't dive deep enough. And then the other part of this, because you you alluded to it, you said sometimes they don't know what the right job is. I think that's what you said. And that is so insightful because what I think happens is that they are trying to solve a problem that they do not understand. And uh, as I was running students from for, through this, uh, just what you said just reminded me uh, about them. Because one of the things that I told them is they, they wanted to go and solve the problem. We had a scenario, and the scenario was they were in Mars. We crash landed in Mars, and we were going through all these uh, all, all these uh, curves and and the kind of uh, things that they needed to do and action plans and solve the problem. But they could not define what the problem. It was it was difficult to define the problem. I think every every single one of them did a good job. But I've done this scenario multiple times with all kinds of different organizations, and I have seen the same thing. The the hardest part is to define the problem. But once they define the problem, I mean, they were on it, and and uh, and I tell them this: it is it is easier to fight an enemy. We know this, right, from our 
our time in the military and studying joint doctrine and studying the art of war, you know, Zun Zhu, you know, and all of that. It is easier to fight an enemy that you can see than one that you cannot see. If you're trying to chase a ghost, you, you can't see it. You deplete all your resources. Your team is exhausted and they still haven't, and you still have, you know, miles and miles to go to find water. Where is it? Well, I don't know. It's here somewhere. So you're around the desert, you know, going for 40 years because you did not know what was the problem that you needed to solve, what the objective was. So that's, I thought that's uh, very insightful. Well, and, and I won't say, but I, maybe, maybe this happens a lot, uh, Lugo, but we we're always, um, I'll say developing or intending to develop younger leaders to take over, which is not a bad thing. That's a smart thing. I think, you know, you want to leave a legacy of some sort, but those young leaders, and if you're out there listening to us and you're a young quote leader, uh, take heed of this. They don't know as much as the people who have been around a long time. You know, the, the janitor, probably knows more than anybody else in the organization about the people, even maybe possibly the mission, uh, a lot of the resources, because he or she is at that level, at the ground level, watching, or, you know, a person who is uh, observant is watching for all of this stuff, where the quote leader is up on the, the 12th floor looking top down and doesn't see that these are problems. The building, the foundation of the building is coming apart. You know, the, the concrete is fa falling apart. Well, who's going to know that? The leader? Uh, I don't think so. It's going to be those, the, you know, the people on the on the on the floor. And and a lot of times, I think, again, because we do, you know, I was in this business of teaching, uh, developing quote leaders, leaders of character. Uh, but we tell we 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 train them to come fix, and they fix everything. Well, not everything is broken to begin with. Mm. And as you say, you need to know what the problem is to begin with, you know, or, or are there symptoms? And a lot of times the band-aids that we put on 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 our quote problems, I think are we're, we're putting those band-aids on the symptoms, not the problem. And you're right. We don't take the time. So who's going to take the time to figure out? No kidding. This is the problem. It's way down here, boss, not way up there. You're not seeing everything. Yeah, defining the the problem. I think what happens to I think you were mentioning uh, about uh, breaking things being broken or not broken. Uh, so that's the reason why you need to explore. That you need to explore the problem. The other piece too is, and and once you understand the problem, you you try to dig into quick. You're not you're not going to be successful. The other piece is you mentioned. Uh, youngsters come in and and the expectations of the olders, the elders, mm -hmm. is for them to tell him what to think. I say, you know what, you're the youngest here. So uh, I'm gonna let me tell you what you need to think. And and that is that is problematic because I think what we need to do is teach him some core fundamentals and then teach him how to think. Because again, that that piece that we talked about fitness for use when you're developing solutions, you, you if you tell them what to think, all of a sudden they find themselves in a different place and they have this solution and it doesn't fit. But you already told them this is what works. No, it doesn't. And so, again, defining the problem, obviously not what to think, but how to think so they can adapt in whatever yeah. situation they're in, because times are going to change. Yep, oh, they are. And if you shut people off often enough, 
pretty soon they won't talk to you at all. Mm. And that's a worse problem when they don't talk to you at all because, you know, things can go crazy. They can go to crap pretty easily and you don't know it because no one's talking to you. Uh, I want to quit talking to you because um, one of us is older. And oh, you know that old I saying, see. when you got to go, you got to go. Mm, I understand. <laughs> you mean you're going out there for war, right? Just going over there, get in the car and go to Walmart and buy something, right? Because or or whatever, getting a, a getting some chicken nuggets or something. Because you know what, you're on a man on a mission. You're now retired. Yes, yes, and I'm I am on a mission, but a different one. Uh, okay. Let's get back to this uh, next week, Lugo. Good to see you. All right, talk to you, Chief. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>